health matters on channels tele television. Thank you for joining us. I am Mary Alale Yusuf. It's the season when respiratory diseases hit harder. Asthma is a major non-communicable disease. It often starts in childhood, although it can also develop in adults and affects people of all ages. There is currently no cure, but treatment can help control the symptoms. Inflammation and narrowing of the small airways in the lungs ca can cause asthma symptoms, which can be any combination of cough, a wheeze, shortness of breath, and a feeling of tightness in the chest. Asthma affected about 262 million people in 2019 and caused about 455,000 deaths. Inhaled medication can control asthma symptoms. Avoiding asthma triggers can also help to reduce symptoms. My guest is Chief Consultant Pulmonologist, National Hospital Abuja, a fellow of the West African College of Physicians as well as the American College of Chest Physicians. Dr. Kingsley Osage joins us from our Abuja studio. You're welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, Nigerians. I'm glad to be here. You're so welcome. So um, we spoke about some of the symptoms being a cough, chest tightness, a wheeze, and shortness of breath. Are there other things that characterize asthma apart from those? Yes, uh, basically, like you said, asthma, uh, we define it as, a, as, as an heterogeneous disease. Uh, affecting the, the lungs. And of course, it's characterized by chronic airway inflammation. And uh, typically, the, uh, an asthmatic will present with those uh, four symptoms, uh, breathlessness, chest tightness, uh, wheeze, cough. But to qualify it further, this varies you know, from time to time. In, uh, and there also varies in the intensity of uh, the presentation. Of course, it can also present with uh, any other uh, comorbidity that is associated with it, uh, which we maybe we'll discuss as we progress. Uh, but basically, that's what you see. An asthmatic will present with that. And of course, we we'll also expect this to be worsened. At, at, at night. So during night, night time, you have an asthmatic presenting with these uh, symptoms more. You know, of course, that is a major thing that uh, distinguishes uh, asthma from other diseases that can also uh, present with wheezing. You can have other diseases that can present with wheezing. We, we, we say commonly that, uh, it, in fact, not all that wheezes is asthma. So we have to carefully look at it. Yes, symptomatically, you see that this patient presents you know, with chest tightness, uh, breathlessness, uh, wheeze, cough, which, which varies intensity and of course varies time. And of course, these symptoms are worse at night. So most likely we think, yes, this is asthma. Okay. But of course, um, that, we still have to go further to confirm it. All this inflammation has to make it difficult for this person to breathe, to get oxygen into his body. Uh, how, how does that, yeah, you know, physically. yes. So, so what does that do to the person when, he, you know, he's not getting enough oxygen in the body? Okay, basically when you have chronic inflammation of the airways, 
The resultant effect is that you have the narrowing of this airway. So the patient is not able to deliver the needed oxygen for metabolism to occur. Because you need oxygen to uh, metabolize those things that you are you know, you, 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 you're thinking. And of course, again, when the airways are narrowed, you cannot even bring out the uh, carbon dioxide that, that you're supposed yes, to bring out. Dioxide. So apart from, apart, yes, apart from uh, you not able to take in uh, oxygen, you are not able to also uh, exhale the needed carbon dioxide. And of course, you, the inflammation leads to production of a lot of uh, mucus. And uh, this mucus is the one that clogs the, the airway. Apart from mucus, you also, even the walls of the airways, over time, they become thickened. In fact, those airways have some very tiny, tiny muscles. And with repeated inflammation, those muscles become, you know, a bit thickened and they're narrowing that uh, uh, airway further and further. Until, for, in fact, when you look at some uh, airways of, of an asthmatic, the, the capacity of the airways is so narrow that, in fact, you can barely see through it, you know. Uh, that's what happens over time, and that, well, that limits the person from uh, getting enough oxygen. And because that is all an effect that the person becomes, has to breathe more, that's become breathless, you know, with uh, increased uh, respiratory rate to be able to try and see if you can get more oxygen into the system. But even as you there, do that, the mucus that is blocked. Are there okay. risk factors to, to this, to getting this um, disease? or condition? Yes, there are recognized risk factors. In fact, there are many. We, for simplicity's sake, we just maybe dis, uh, divide into uh, host factors. That is the factor that affects the individuals that presents with uh, bronchial asthma. Uh, amongst them, there are many. You have uh, genetic factors. You have some asthmatic present as atopic, atopic asthma. So, and of course, that, those are the type that have a lot of uh, uh, production of IgE, and of course, when they get uh, uh, into contact with allergens, they produce those IgE, and of course, that leads to that. What's IgE? Then the IgE, monoglobulin E. Okay, and how and is that's that what significant? They produce. Uh, but of course, let me y do yes, simplify for, it for atopy. Uh, yeah, for atopy, the, the someone that has atopy we have uh, uh, production of uh, uh, IgE to respond to the, uh, uh, the encounter with allergens. That's what happens for them. Okay. But that's not the only thing that affects the individual. You also have individuals with airway apparesponsiveness that can predispose to asthma. You know, somebody present with those kind of cough, breathlessness, but by the time you do all your screening, you may not be able to look at, find anything that say, okay, this is categorically asthma. But of course, it's airway apparesponsiveness, which can later uh, predispose to the, uh, the patient to frank bronchial asthma. Then in the male factor is there, race factor is also there, the ethnicity is there. And um, that is for the, the host. Then the environment plays a, a, a lot of role in uh, bronchial asthma. The, the indoor factors, things like uh, uh, um, dust mice, uh, and then, of course, animal danders, cockroaches, even you can imagine cockroaches causes, mm. has been identified to cause uh, uh, bronchiolitis, yes. And of course, uh, uh, fungi, 
some people live in a house where you have multicolor in their walls. You have moles there. And those are fungi. Of course, when the patient uh, is sleeping, they, they become aerosolized and the patient breathes breathe them in. You know, some, of course, animals, when you keep cats and others in the house, they, by the time they excrete and defecate here and there, the whole thing becomes aerosolized and can predispose the patient to asthma. But apart from that, you have uh, environmental pollution. You know, of course, the social economic factor is also plays a, a large part. Diet plays a, another role in, uh, in uh, that. To the family Diet. side, of course, uh, if you have a larger family size, you are likely going to have live in a crowded place and, of course, get exposed to uh, things that will predispose you, you know, to... Okay, to, doctor, to please, let, let me cut in yeah. here. You, you have raised a number of okay. issues. You spoke about race. Yes. I'm assuming the black person yes. gets it more. Yes, the black, yes. The black but guy is found to be more... Many people to have told me... with asthma. Many people have told me that when they've left these shores, you know, to to uh, other climes, they don't have attacks yes. anymore. So is, is that not more of the environment rather than the ethnicity? Yes, uh, yes, uh, but quite a number of people when they live, you know, of course, like I said, environment plays a large role too in uh, the uh, in presentation of asthma. Uh, but even in that climb, in, in, in the US uh, uh, or wherever uh, you look at, you look at the black population there, by the time you compare them with the, the, because the incidence is also more amongst the race. So that is, it's not because they, they, they are living in Africa, but then they go to uh, the Western world. Yes, they, they have, no. The, the, even those that are native, you know, the black Americans, the, the, the colored there, they, by the time you do the study, you compare them with the, the whites, you find out that the incidence is actually more, you know, more than, Okay, so, so basically, but of course, what explains that the people that probably have symptoms here and then they, they, they not travel you know, abroad and they suddenly this, the symptoms kind of, some, most of the time, it may not even disappear completely, but just that the, the what we call exacerbation is not more frequent. It's now less, you know, but it's still there. Because the basic thing, like I said, is airway, chronic airway inflammation is there. So once you start it here, and as and part in Nigeria, maybe you travel, uh, you know, to uh, abroad, you know, and then of course the you are not having exacerbation. It doesn't mean that you are free from asthma. That is maybe that brings down to, but the the, the chronic okay. inflammation is still ongoing. You so know, it, must, it brings uh, me to my uh, next question. Underline that. Uh, more yeah. than once, I've heard of people who don't have symptoms anymore. In fact, they don't have to take the inhaler anymore, and they seem to be fine. Yeah. And then suddenly, there's an attack, and it's really bad. Why does that happen? Yes, thank you for, for, for this. You see, the major thing here is the inflammation. Then you now have uh, those bronchospasms, what we call, that happens as a, the, the layman say, attack, you know. So, Yes, you, can, you may not have uh, 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 those bronchospasms that we call attack, but the inflammation is ongoing. So when somebody doesn't have, you know, exacerbation, the patient says, oh, oh, I'm free from my, the, my asthma is cured. And that could last for maybe six months, one year, or sometimes even two years. They say, oh, I'm, my asthma is gone. And suddenly they have, you know, a very severe exacerbation. 
The reason why the, 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 the celebration is now more severe is because that inflammation has been ongoing and those changes have been happening inside the lungs without the patient knowing. You know, the patient thinks it's free, but those airway remodeling, we call it airway remodeling, you know, it's also it's going. The, 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 the capacity of the airways are becoming narrow. But the patient, does, because the patient is not, probably is not, you know, running, it's not doing anything extra, and he's able to just pass all choice and everything is okay, you know. But at the point when the patient gets exposed to uh, an allergen or a trigger, you see that the, the exacerbation comes and it is worse than what used to happen. It is because of those chronic inflammation. That is okay. why we. So let, let me quickly we, ask we you. We emphasize on treating. Hello? Sorry about cutting in. Did I just you, wanted to ask you. On modifying the inflammatory process. Hello? Go ahead. Go we ahead. Emphasize on, yes, on, on you know, modifying that process, that inflammatory process. Because if, if you don't have a suspect, it doesn't mean that the asthma is gone. Once you have been diagnosed as an asthmatic, you must take your medications. You must observe all the, all the rules that will be given to you. Yes, even though you don't have... Uh, uh, what we call exacerbation. But the truth about it is, if you probe very deep, you find out that some of them, they tell you, oh, yes, it still comes, but, well, you know, it's not like before, you know, just mild, and I saw, you know, I, I do one or two things, and, you know, it, it goes, yes. But, whether you, but of course, they just feel like, it has gone now, nothing, there's nothing like that. But of course, after five, maybe two, two three years, five years, you have a very severe attack, and that can be very deadly. That is why we but emphasize on... What does the person now do? What does the person now do? You've not had an attack for a year. You've not had an attack for two Sorry? years. Can you hear me, doctor? Okay. I, yeah, I can hear you now, but it's faint. Okay. What does a person now do? He has not had an attack for a year, two years. Does he have to keep carrying that inhaler every day in spite of not having an yes. attack? Uh, if you must, uh, if you, even if you have not having an attack, because of the inflammatory process that is going on, you must keep using your medication and you must keep visiting your doctor to assess you. There are, there are objective ways of assessing your control. It is not just, enough, oh, I'm, I don't really have an attack now, so I'm okay. No, you visit your, uh, your doctor to assess you, to assess your control. There are, in, asthma control, you can assess it by just maybe answering some basic questions, which are what you call asthma control test. You can do that. Then, of course, you can also use uh, the plug flow meter. Plug flow meter, I'm holding one here, you know, to, to okay. also monitor your control. These are objective. I must cut in of, again, uh, doctor. Knowing how controlled your asthma is. Not just assuming that, oh, I don't have. Uh, uh, attack, so I, my asthma is gone or it's well controlled. And of course, Doctor, the test that you should do is spirometry. That's a long function. I do have to cut in now so that we can take a short break, but we'll go back to this when we come back from the break. We're taking a very short break. Please stay with us. We'll be back after a moment. Welcome back. You're watching Health Matters on Channels Television, and we are talking about asthma. You can call 0808-054-2233. If you have questions on asthma, you can also tweet at CTV underscore Mary A or send email, mo alale 
at channelstv.com. So while we are doing that, let's go back to the, uh, what the doctor was saying. Uh, Dr. Osage, you were holding some instrument before we went on break. Uh, please tell us about that. Thank you very much for this opportunity. This instrument I'm holding is called the peak flow meter. It comes in different sizes. There's a new one here, which uh, uh, the peak flow meter is like when you are uh, diabetic, you, you also use a glucometer to measure your blood sugar level. I advise every uh, asthmatic to get this uh, piece of equipment, you know, because it's not that expensive. So and what you do with it is that when you don't have attack or not, when you're free kind of thing, then you do and so that you get your personal best value. And of course, you, the way you hold it is very important because the, the, the indicator is this red thing that is here. So you hold it to free it, and then there's a mat piece you, which you put here, and you do your best, you know, when you don't have any problem, and you record it. Maybe you do like three, and you record the best. Do you blow three. into it? And when you now have some uh, challenges, okay, can I blow? Let, okay, now when you. You look, look at it here, the indicator is here, and then you put it in the amount, take a deep breath, put it in the amount, and look. <laughs> See, for me, I could get up to 650. If you do this three times, maybe for, for somebody you get 400, don't, don't, don't worry, or 500 or 600, whatever you get. It is, uh, it is your personal best. So when you now have uh, challenges, you do, you do it again, and you now see, you do it a percentage, percentage of personal best. Of course, if it is above, if it's above maybe uh, 90%, 80%, it's, we say it's fine. But once it's below 80%, it's not fine. But it's, and of course, if it is below 50%, that means it's severe, and you need to, see the hospital, uh, to visit the hospital for proper assessment and, uh, and, uh, and treatment. The, okay. There's another equipment here. This is an example of an inhaler, which well, is, I know most of asthmatic they are familiar with this shape. Uh, so most of them, they come in uh, like blue. That one is a ventilator inhaler. Because inhaler technique is very, very important, you know, for an asthmatic. So we see some asthmatic will come to you. Uh, I, oh, I use it. Oh, I use it very well. Oh, I know how to use it. And there's a popular video that I didn't, you know, <laughs> make it. Uh, and somebody went to see the doctor and, and claim, ah, do you, do you think I'm a fool? And I use my, my, my inhaler, I did like this, you know. Wow. So, but a proper inhaler technique must be uh, acquired by an, an asthmatic so that you can deliver this much needed uh, medication into your system. You know, you shake it, you know, I am not uh, in asthmatic, you shake it, and then, of course, you press, open your mouth, let your lip cover the whole of this. Okay. So that you, the drugs will not escape. And then you press and then you, you, you inhale properly. And then thereafter, you remove it from your mouth and close your mouth for about 10 seconds for the air to, you know, to go into the system and circulate. This technique is very important because it's key. Because you can be using uh, your inhaler uh, for, for, for months, for years, and you are not getting results. It could just be simply because you don't know how to use your inhaler. Your inhaler technique is very poor. Okay, know, so doctor, there's a question very, here. Very, very poor. 
Thank you. There's a question here. Some people have said that as effective as inhalers are, sometimes they actually don't work and something more drastic has to be done. Is that true? And what is that more drastic thing? Yes, thank you very much. There are, there are several reasons that may make an inhaler not to work. Uh, I mentioned it, one, the technique, if you are not using it well. But if you are using it very well and it's not working, two, it could also be that the, the content of that inhaler is also that's the medication in there. Because it's not all, all inhaler does not contain the same medication. The Ventolin has Ventolin inside. This one I'm holding is Fortide. It has another uh, group of uh, 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 medication inside. So you may need to see your doctor to look at the, your, the inhaler and look at the, the content inside the inhaler and maybe switch you to another inhaler so that you can get maximum results. So all inhaler and inhalers are not the same. That's we must underline it. Uh, that but, is, but that may be one person, of the reasons why the, the inhaler is not working. Or does, yes. Some people could use their, they may be using why inhaler for, for, for weeks and they think that the inhaler, meanwhile the inhaler is, uh, <laughs> there's no more uh, medication inside because when they shake it, Something is shaking inside. They say, oh, it's still there. And they start using. And the, 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 the inhaler will no longer be working. You know? But of course, if you get a, a, your doctor and he prescribe a problem, after a due assessment, after due assessment, I'll give you proper inhaler. And with a good inhaler technique, you are most likely going to have uh, the required relief. Don't people but sometimes course, if, have like to I said, uh, have an injection at the hospital? Can I continue, please? Yes, but Hello? please answer this question, and you have a very short time. Don't they sometimes have to be hospitalized, given an injection or put on oxygen or something? Yes, uh, when you have uh, this, what I call exacerbation, and if it is have, uh, what they call acute severe uh, asthma, that is acute exacerbation, uh, severe exacerbation, you, that patient must be hospitalized must be placed on oxygen, or must be placed uh, on, uh, uh, what, on inhaled medication, which includes, uh, you know, uh, subutamol and all that to get the patient to, to, res to respond. For, for, for some time, some patient may not respond after they know that, because after you start your medication, you must monitor this patient every 15 minutes to see, are you winning or not? If you are not winning, you repeat the, 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 this medication if the third time you are repeating, you must be uh, getting the, the ICU prepared because some of them may have to be taken into the intensive care unit. And then, of course, the oxygen, the respiration will be taken over by, by the machines, which will now uh, make sure that we get the result. So you have very severe uh, asthma like that, you know, like that. But the, the, you mentioned injection aminophilin. Injection aminophilin, uh, for us, it's, it's there we still use it, but it's a last resort. But that's what okay. you see in most of the uh, uh, you know, hospitals in, uh, in downtown and all that. We really reserve it for the last. That is, if, if we have used everything and it's not working, then uh, and, uh, injection methylene can be deployed. But if you do all those, the other things very well, your oxygen, your inhaler uh, subutamol, your the hydrocortisone or pregnisolone, and of course you monitor your patient very well. Most likely this patient, most of the patient will, will, will respond 
And of course, thank you so much, Doctor. There are other drugs you can in, include to, uh, include on the armament, which I, I believe most of the, uh, the doctors they, they know that. Thank you so much, Doctor Sage. I know from the way this conversation is going, I know there's so much more to cover and we'll have to do that some other time. But for now, we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming to the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mary. Thank you very much. I'm glad to have this opportunity to talk to Nigerians. Thank you also at home or wherever you are watching on your tab or, or, or TV. Thank you for tuning in and let's do it again next week. Have a lovely day. I am Mary Alale Yusuf.